0: Thanks for joining us for Across the Board. We thought we'd do a little bit of a preview of the Wood Memorial and some of the stakes this Saturday. We had a chance to catch up with Chad Brown and Todd Pletcher and Toby Sheets, who's the assistant for Steve Asmussen, who has the favorite Morello, at least the Morning Line favorite, we think will be favored. And uh, we, we went over some of the races. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Across the Board. So obviously a big day here on Saturday. The Wood Royal card, and, and I'm going to say that the card has come together very strongly. Um, bigger fields the races. The Carter's a strong race. The Bay Shore's a strong race. A nice field for the Dangers Hour. Looking forward to uh, a nice matchup in the Distaff as well. So in the Gazelle, and I think there's a horse that sort of isn't getting the attention she deserves in Venti Valentine, who could be a real player in, in, the, in the Kentucky Oaks, depending on what happens in the Gazelle. But we'll start out with the big race, and we'll start out the conversation with the Wood Memorial, and starting with the favorite, Morello. Um, it, I think the question with him is, is he good enough? Well, I think he's shown the others may have to ask themselves, are they good enough to beat him? Because based on his last couple of races, particularly his last race in the Gotham, I don't think we have to ask ourselves whether he's good enough. We have to ask ourselves whether or not he's going to progress, he's going to keep moving forward, and... Is he going to get better with more distance? He's a classic empire. He's a horse who had no problem with distance. I, I don't really see why and what he's shown that suggests he's not going to handle more distance. He's got the speed to put himself in the game, but he doesn't need the lead. So he fits this race where the three main players are a very fast horse, him sort of in between, and then a horse like Mo Donegal who doesn't have any speed at all. So I think, it, I think the race is fine for all of them, but it shouldn't hurt Morello. And interestingly enough, he's the kind of horse. He runs a big race in the wood. And I think it's the first of the, the three preps run Saturday, at least for a couple of minutes after the wood. Steve Asmussen could theoretically have the first and second choices at this point going to the, to the derby. Um, he, since he's in New York, he's been trained all along by Toby Sheets, who is the assistant of Steve Asmussen in New York. And we had a minute, and we appreciate Toby taking his time to catch up with Toby and get some of his thoughts on Morello heading to the Wood Memorial. How is Morello training um, leading up to the wood?
1: He's doing very well.
0: Obviously, people continually are going to ask the question, you know, how you feel about more distance. He's passing each distance question, you know, as he adds another furlong. Do you see any reason that he's a horse that won't be comfortable going a bit longer around two turns?
1: Um, Up to this point, I don't see any reason
0: at all. He's done everything correctly and progressed and uh, been just gotten more professional as we go. And he, he he won his race. You know, I mean, a lot of times people say he could have won by much more, but you have to be encouraged by how easily he won his last race.
1: He's been extremely uh, impressive and done
0: everything the right way. And with distance, he's gotten better, so I don't see why it would be a problem. Um, after Morello, the morning line has Mo Donegal in early voting five to two. We'll, we'll start with really early voting. He's he's been running here. You know, he won the Withers. Morello won the Gotham. I think it would be a mistake to say, well, Chad Brown came into this race last year with another horse, Risk Taking, who had won the Withers impressively, and I believe was actually favored in the Wood Memorial, and not only didn't run well, he's never really run that well since then. And I don't think you can compare him to early voting. They're completely different horses. Early voting is an unusual Chad Brown horse that's exceptionally fast. And if you look at time form U.S. pace figures like I do, he's actually set the fastest pace, relatively speaking, of any of the fast horses, and that includes horses like Forbidden, Forbidden Kingdom out in California and Epicenter and, and, and Classic Causeway. He's a very fast horse, and I think he's going to flaunt his speed. Nobody in here can run with him early. And judging by the race he ran the Withers, he can run fast early and he can still finish. Now, obviously, from a speed figure standpoint, he is behind Morello. And he's a little behind Mo Donegal, but he's also a lightly raced horse. He's only run twice. He ran a mile. He improved a mile and an eighth. He does have to take another step forward, and that's where the question with him. And that was one of the questions that we posed
1: to his trainer, Chad Brown.
0: So, how's an early voting been training, um,
1: leading up to the wood? Horse is training really well. I think the time off in between races has done him good. I'm happy with the decision. I didn't try to squeeze another race in there, particularly a one-turn race. So, um, yeah, I'm very pleased.
0: He's obviously a horse, like a lot of horses right now, needs to take another step forward to be competitive in the Kentucky Derby. Do you feel like because he's so lightly raced, it's very much within his grasp to do that?
1: Yes, yeah, I think it's a good point. I think, you know, the... So being lightly raced is a kind of a double-edged sword. You, you lack experience going into these, these preps as they continue to get harder. Um, and, and, you know, that can definitely be a disadvantage. Um, but like you pointed out, you know, on the flip side, you, there's more optimism about continuing to improve. There's, there's, there's a lot, you know, generally if, if it's a quality horse and if they're managed right and they're healthy, they'll, they have more room. Some of these horses, maybe um, their development will start to plateau a bit, the ones that have more races under the belt, as you know.
0: So he's actually an interesting contrast to your other der- der- potential derby horse, Sanders, running in at Bluegrass, because early voting is obviously very quick early, and Zandon as a closer. They could form, you know, hoping they both get in, a kind of formidable one-two punch in that they have such opposite running styles.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good point. Um, a lot of these, you know, the, one of the big puzzles about the Derby every year, right, coming into it is uh, is the pace scenario coming up between post pace and weather uh, can, you know, your your Derby chances can is sort of be, uh, you know, <clears throat> I guess be cast a little bit um, right there with those factors. So. Yeah, we'll see if they get there, both of them. But, you know, that we've made it to the final round with two nice horses, and we were able to separate them effectively into two quality races. And, uh, you know, they're training good, and they have, you know, they both have really top jockeys on them. So, uh, you know, it's all we can really do as a team is to get them there and, and see what they do from there. You're,
0: you're, you're represented in, in pretty much all of our stakes on Saturday. Um, is there, are any of them, I mean, obviously getting search results back has to be kind of exciting for you.
1: It is, yeah. We, we've we been, you know, my team's been working really hard on freshening uh, up some of these horses that are familiar names and a, a few new ones, and, you know, as, as I said before, is, you know, I I really like to try to support New York as much as I can, especially in the big days, and um, we might have been a little quiet last weekend down in Florida, but that was all anticipation to... Really uh, supporting New York primarily here, and uh, we have a you know a few few nice entries over at Keelan as well. So, you know we're you know you deal with the weather this time of year. We we knew that going in, but um, you no, know, it's a it's a very exciting start to uh, uh, the, the next meet here in New York. That um, it seems to be a very interesting stay schedule and and a nice book moving forward. So we'll be active throughout it.
0: Well, we're glad that you saved the horses and ran them in New York. And we thank you for taking it very much. So Mo Donegal, the other at least morning line co second choice, he is the deeper closer in this race. But I don't think that's going to be a problem for him. He he wanted a mile and eighth, albeit with a very good trip in the Remsen, but he did it over Zandon, who a lot of us feel is a major, major player for the Derby and some ways the worst to beat in the bluegrass. They're running at Keeneland. Could he have come down that day? He could have, but that doesn't take away from his performance. Zanin probably ran a better race. He was wider. He'd only run once. He'd run six furlongs. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Moe a good horse. And um, we talked a little with Todd Pletcher about it, but I, I have similar sentiments. I just feel like the mile and the 16th, the Holy Bull, the short stretch, kind of got a little goofy, this horse. He was running fine at the end. I, I like Moe I've been a fan of his, frankly, since his maiden win. And... A step forward here, and he only—if he finishes third, he probably gets enough points for the Derby. Obviously, you want to run better, and we got a chance to uh, catch up with his trainer, Todd Pletcher. So you've got a three-headed monster in the wood, but I—I I would guess that Mo Donegal is, is, is obviously the
2: most likely. Um, How is he doing coming to the race? He's doing well. We missed a little bit of time with him, and you know, we—we we were on the fence, rather not to run in the Fountain of Youth. And he was training well. We entered. He drew a bad post. And so we were sort of on the fence of whether to run or not. And the next day, it spiked the temperature. So it kind of made the decision easy for us. He missed about a week of training with that. You know, with the virus running through the barn. and uh, But once he shook that, he came back. And he's, he's trained really, really well. His last freeze in particular was very good. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're excited about getting
0: going again. He's been a horse that's been his own worst enemy on a couple of occasions. Do you feel like with time he's getting more mature and maybe getting away from some of his bad habits?
2: Well, I think I think part of that was the you know the, he he probably wasn't at his very best at Gulfstream. Form held up pretty well for the Holy bull. He just got on track a little too late. You know he was he was closing best of all the last hundred yards, but uh, he left himself a little too much to do so. Hopefully, getting back to a mile and eighth, if we can get a good, honest pace to run out, I think that's that's really what he's looking for is a, you know a truly run race that he can settle and make one run. It
0: does feel like a, a race that even around here, we here at least have an honest pace. Um, as far as Golden Code coming out of the, uh, the the third place finish, trying to get Lightning to strike twice
2: for Calumet. Yeah, we're taking the Bourbonic angle a little bit. You know, I mean, I look the horses run well all three times. Uh, as he was closing, I think you will appreciate the added distance, but you know, he clearly needs to step up.
0: And, and this time, if you score a massive upset in here, it'll maybe be Rapoli beating Calumet as opposed to last year where the Calumet horse caught your horse for Mike Rapoli at the end.
2: Yeah, that. That, would be, uh, that would be justified if that were to happen, but uh, you know, we're taking a shot with a maiden that's, that's you know, run competitively every time. His figures stack up decently against the field. We're going to take the blinkers off, maybe get him to settle a touch more, you know, see if he can take a a step forward.
0: Well, I think, you know, it's interesting with the horse who beat him last time coming back in allowance here on Friday. Maybe it'll give you a little indication if that horse runs a big race. Maybe it gives you even more confidence.
2: It could. It could.
0: Um, So... Yes, obviously, with Golden Code and and long-term, they'd have to be no worse than second, but Mo Donegal probably makes the Derby even if he finishes third in the year. Not that you would like to finish third.
2: No, we'd like to play it safe. Collect 100 points if we could. So, you have a couple other horses I I want to touch on, mostly coming off layoffs.
0: Um, I mean, obviously, you have a a very fast horse in Dean's List in the Bayshore, but also Witt coming back. Um, Are you excited to get him back into action?
2: We are. You know, he's, I think, hopefully time off has done him well hopefully you know what we're hoping is that he breaks a little better than he was He was putting himself in a bad spot in pretty much all of his races even though he's able to win his first two impressively so you know he worked well from the gate at palm beach downs on sunday and we're hoping that's going to indicate we we don't need him to be on the lead obviously we just need him to break with the field and not compromise his chances by a poor start
0: it seems like one of the otter horses
2: near Barn, at
0: least to me, is Zajel, who ran this huge race in the Mother Goose, a race that would give her a real chance in the Distaff, which obviously came up reasonably tough. Do you ever take her out there and just
2: think, like, is she going to show up and run that big race again? Yeah, she's she's been a little bit tricky. I think, she's a, I think she's a filly that's a little bit particular about the trip she gets, and not so much in terms of how much speed's in there. But she she likes to be in the clear. She doesn't like to be in between or behind horses too much. So we'll see if we can work out a similar trip.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, good
2: luck. Hopefully we'll thanks see you very much. All right. Appreciate thanks it. A lot about it.